Real fun episode today. We're going to discuss the back and forth that Joe Rogan had with Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN on his podcast and how he pressed him on things that CNN was saying about Joe Rogan. Also, what they're saying about the jab and the virus and how they have flat out lied about certain things. So it was nice to actually see somebody that has journalistic integrity go at it with somebody that works for a station that has absolutely no journalistic integrity. We're going to discuss that, give you our take and our analysis on that whole thing. Then we're going to talk about something interesting that's happening on iTunes, a song that has skyrocketed to the top of the charts titled Let's Go Brandon. Why is that song on the top of the charts? We'll give you our take and you know what we think about that particular song and what's the meaning behind everything going on with that. And then we'll close off the episode by talking about something fun and interesting. And uh, we're going to give you our take and analysis on the new Batman trailer. Uh, the Batman movie slated to come out on March 4th of 2022. Um, hopefully that'll be uh, uh, the beginning of the Red Wave year. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that stuff on uh, this episode. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Uh, remember, if we talk about something on the episode that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help keep us independent, go to our website, scroll down to the bottom of any page on our website, click the donate button, donate whatever you want to donate to help keep us independent. That also helps us out a lot. So kicking off the episode, um, very interesting Joe Rogan podcast recently. I didn't see the whole podcast because his podcasts are so yeah, long, long. It's hard to to watch the whole thing. Uh, but I did get the the highlights and the clips from his sit down with Sanjay Gupta, which was, in my opinion, very civilized. But at the same time, it was nice that he pressed. Sanjay Gupta about the things that CNN has been saying, not necessarily things that Sanjay himself had been saying, yeah. but things that the network had been saying. And essentially, he wanted to know if he feels how Sanjay feels about the fact that the network lies yeah. so, so often. Uh, the thing that I didn't like about how Joe Rogan went about it was... Joe Rogan, I feel like he made it more about himself 
Yeah. Like, oh, well, you guys said that I was hating a horse dewormer, this and this and that. Yeah. But there's actually like a whole docket of things that you could have brought up in reference to CNN lying. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that like it actually would have done better for the podcast and for the mission at hand to actually bring up more than just what they were saying about Joe Rogan. Because, I mean, I would have brought up the shit about the the mostly peaceful protests. I would have brought up the shit about Nick Sandman. I would have brought, like, all of this stuff correlated with what they were saying about me if I was Joe Rogan. But all of that stuff, not just this horse dewormer shit. Yeah, I think he got tunnel vision. That's the problem is uh, in the fact that it was about COVID-19, he... Not only had a gripe, you could tell he kind of had a gripe about, well, they made me look bad. And then and then they pushed that, lie, lies about me. But then because it was COVID-19, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Because I didn't even think of that until you mentioned it. But yeah, like, and I think it was because of the same thing. Like, I was looking at it from the fact that it was a, about the vaccine and, and, and COVID-19 and what works and what doesn't. And so... In that, it's like, well, yeah, not only do you guys lie, like, that would have been a great rebuttal. It's like, you guys lied about that. And then once he made uh, Sanjay admit that thing, he's like, and you guys have a bad track record of this instance, that instance. You know, like, some some uh, Kaylee McEnany shit, like, where she has a whole fucking book of the book of lies, <laughs> which is all, like, CNN BS that, that they push. And And the thing is, is, like, the Nick Sandman one would have been perfect because, like, I, you know, people are going to keep going Nick Sandman on you. I could go Nick Sandman the way you guys yeah. disparaged me. Like, and, and when will you guys learn that that's not good? That's not good to do. Like, just stick to the news, stick to doing your job and, and uh, stop being so opinionated and making things up. Because the reason why they make things up is because they have strong biases. You know, like, if... If for a second you stop, you give the news, and then from there you could talk your opinions, but but they don't even do that. Like the fact that they're a news network and they don't do the news is no, propaganda. That's yeah, sensationalism, yeah. sensationalism, and like they and, and like they report the sensationalism as it's like as if it were fact. Yes, and and that's the problem, and like people kind of eat it up because. There's that the whole ivermectin thing has been so wildly debunked as far as yes, there is a version of it that is a horse dewormer for worms, and then there's a version of it that works on humans. Yeah. In fact, the version of it that works on humans has garnered Nobel Peace Prize acclaim. So these people they they pick and choose what they want to say Share. or how they want to say it and and they contort the truth rather than giving the whole scope and then be like okay well we don't think that people should take this because what they say oh well it hasn't been approved for the virus yeah from the fda but that's the other thing is like these people they're so restricted by 
oh, well, what's approved and what's not approved and what do people, what do the FDA think and what does Fauci think and the CDC? But some people don't go off of that stuff. Some people go off of what other trusted sources say because they understand that a lot of these people have an agenda and they have an incentive to push certain things and and kind of, if you will, uh, uh, talk negatively about other things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, that's where, <laughs> that's where the fact that Don Lemon proceeds to say, oh, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. I have is is for horses. You keep playing this game like. <laughs> just just admit what you guys did and that's it. You like, said what? the man took a horse deworm, yeah. which he didn't. <laughs> he took a version of, uh, yes, there's a version of it that's a horse dewormer, but there's also a version of it that's for, that, human. that's for humans. <laughs> I saw this great ass meme on Twitter where it, it says, yeah. it said, uh, it, it shows on the top of the meme, it's, it has Joe Rogan say, saying, I like to drink a lot of water and then, on on the bottom of the meme, it has Brian Stelter's fat ass saying, "Oh, he took he took uh 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 he drinks uh engine coolant, cause yeah, water could be an engine coolant. You could use it in your engine, but that's not <laughs> what he like. He didn't drink engine that's coolant, so dumb. you know. But it's yeah. the same game yeah. that they're playing, and so people, it's good that memes are being created about it because it's showing that people understand the the really nefarious game that they're playing. Yeah. And it's not the first time hydrochloroquine. No, no yeah, it's yeah. not the first time. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the 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 shortfall of that particular segment of that interview with Joe yeah. Rogan is like you could have you could have gone harder in the paint when it comes to that yeah. stuff. Now, what I will say was that was badass about that particular uh interview is um when Joe Rogan brought up the st the study of uh, the the kids having all of these issues after taking the jab, yeah, yeah, and the low numbers in which they end up like really ill or hospitalized or dead, it's like he and, and he's he's contrasting and like, is it really worth it? And the way that that Sanjay Gupta tried to like bob and weave and circumvent yeah. that whole thing it's like dude this is crazy like you you're supposedly a doctor and you don't even want to face facts because you are so i don't know if you want to call it loyalty or you're just a useful idiot or, or what really is going on with you but you won't even he didn't even want to look at the screen when they yeah. when they pulled up the study on the screen he didn't even want to look at it yeah but the thing is, it's like, why, why are you so latched on to to the narrative of the of the vaccine or the jab? Yeah. I don't fucking try to not avoid saying that word as much as possible to not get pulled. But jab, uh, jab, jab. Um, why you know, like, why are you so latched to that? And and it, it just makes me wonder, like, how deep does it go? the influence of the pharmaceutical companies like yeah. is it even like down to like sanjay gupta where like is he getting cut a check like why 
won't you just look at the facts you yeah. know and it, it, it's scary it's scary and, and another important point to make uh to piggyback off of that is just because someone is a doctor of something doesn't mean that they're an expert in some other form of health yeah. situation and so a lot of people have to wake up to that too like okay this person, yeah, he's a doctor, but, I mean, what the fuck? Like, let, let's just say, this is for the sake of an example, a urologist talking about viruses. Oh, well, well, why, though? Viruses, like, airborne viruses. Like, I mean, I suppose you could talk, you could talk the basics, but you're not going to be the expert of that. Just like like a lawyer. There's criminal lawyers. There's there's uh, those insurance claim lawyers. There's, there's the oh, law. Yeah, real estate lawyers. Yeah. There's all different type of lawyers. It's yeah. so many lawyers that if you actually ask about a certain set of laws that they they got nothing to do with, they're going to be like, well, this is not my strength that you probably want to go with this lawyer. Let me give you his information because it's a vast array of information. So here we have a doctor who you know that's not his area of expertise so we need to understand that too like just because in the screen it says doctor does not mean it's the end all be all yeah uh especially here just in general cuz like anybody anybody could could be like oh well i think this is best for us but but like did you have you studied it or or are you just just cuz you're a doctor so you could talk about the medical field and how and 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 how uh, you know like uh, the vaccine rollout and, and and stuff like that. But once you start talking about like uh, what the effects could, of it could be or, or can't be, and, and 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 then you sidestep the questions and 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 not try and answer. Well, that's why because you don't really know. That's why because you're not an expert. And it's funny because the minute that we gave. Gupta a little bit of credibility remember yeah. when, when we talked about how he was the only one that actually asked Fauci about natural immunity and the yep. study out of Israel we gave him some credit we're like oh well you know credit to him even it's as wild as it is coming from CNN that that network actually did something <laughs> good and 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 of of a true journalism here we go and like he fucking uh, uh, steps back and 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 shits the bed. Yeah, and it, it's funny because you you start looking at at um at the fact that you kind of have to look at information elsewhere. Like um, I was seeing a video about how like ineffective like the the surgical masks are because they don't really seal your face. And this is from like uh I forget what the with the title, uh, it's like, um, I don't remember the, the exact title. It's a certain title, which is like a, a field in which that, that person, that's what they, that's what their area of expertise is. Not the medical field, but it's more like what type of mask to use for certain environmental issues. Mm -hmm. And so this dude was like breaking, breaking stuff down and saying like, you know, like the, if you actually pay attention to OSHA and some of the stuff they talk about masks, they're pretty much clearly saying like surgical masks are not really that effective because they don't seal your face. You have to go off of the definition of what would a mask be. And even then, when you use those type of masks, like those, like the the ones where it actually has filters and stuff, it's it's like it's not even like cloth. It's mm -hmm. actually better than even an N95. They have to actually be fitted 
mm-hmm. for you to be actually protected. So yeah, and N95s are better, but there's even better than that. So you realize like a lot of this stuff, it's redundant and kind of a waste of, of money cause, and resources because you're buying all these masks thinking that you're doing something. You're not really doing anything. Right. Uh, you're pushing the narrative, well, you know, if you get the vaccine, everything will be fine. But it's not fine. People are still getting the virus. And uh, people who have had the, 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 the jab twice are still getting sick and are still getting hospitalized. Uh, there's cases, of course, this is, this is something that would have to be looked at a little bit deeper, but then even then you can't even know if people are looking into this stuff deep because of the propaganda. Some people have reported, oh, we have blood clots. Uh, I have blood clots now. I was perfectly fine. Protein spikes, all type of stuff. Yeah. We can never know what the truth is and how, if, if the, if, if the jab did affect or not, because these people won't. It doesn't fit their narrative, so they, they won't, won't do the report homework. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so so you're not getting these like mass tests on like oh wow let's let's see how many people. And if are somebody talks about that stuff, what is it? Conspiracy theory and misinformation. Yeah, and so that and that's where we are when it comes to this. Uh, and so I'm glad that they had the conversation. You're right, though. All in all, and, and another thing too, Sanjay. In a, I, th- I guess a piece that he wrote, he was talking about how he was kind of like, oh, uh, I wonder if dude's going to beat me up or something, kind of referencing to that. No- nowhere during that interview did Joe Rogan get out of pocket. Did he press? Yeah. When when he's like, how do you feel about CNN line? And he tried to sidestep. He said, no, no, no. How do you, can you answer the question? How do you feel? It was calm. It was collected. It was you know, listen, just answer my question. And and he pressed until he got an answer. So it's it's kind of messed up that a podcaster has to be a better journalist than you, who you work for a news network, and you can't you can't provide the same type of uh because like imagine had Sanjay because we gave him credit because he asked a good question, but he never pressed after that. No, no, he didn't. And see that's the thing, like where are the people that are pressing Dr. Fauci, you don't see them. He's safe. He's They're like non-existent. A, yeah, he's in a safe bubble. Yeah, of course you're gonna go back to CNN and get an interview with with Don Lemon because Don Lemon ain't gonna ask you anything complicated. So so let's not even mistake that. Like you asked a good question and you didn't follow up and you didn't really like allow to kind of have give, give Fauci some pushback to see like what it's like. Cl- yeah. cl- Clay Travis said when he was on on Tucker. He was like, Fauci will never sit down with me. Fauci will never sit down with you, Tucker. Like, he'll, he just won't do that. Yeah. It's not good for him, especially when there's a Disney Plus, you know. Documentary that, <laughs> that apparently nobody fucking likes. <laughs> yeah. It's a fluff piece, and, and you're doing things for, for your own good and your own benefit because you're going to die, and you want to be remembered as a good person when indeed you are not, and you're not even great at your job. And so that's... To me, like where where all this is borderline ridiculous is we can't have a, a honest conversation about anything anymore when it comes to election integrity, when it comes to jabs, when it comes to the virus and who's immune. N- none of it goes anywhere because these people are going to stay in their bubbles and, and, and go to the news networks that protect them. And and we're gonna pretend that they don't have a history of failure, and so, 
and, and I feel like at this point, it's also the responsibility of the viewers and the people that watch the news to be like, that sounds awfully weird. Let me do my research on this person. Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, what you just said is the main point is like, if you look at any one network and you take that shit and run with it, you're a moron. Because if you haven't seen like, in all honesty, like, for instance, all of these people now that that have which we've covered on the show, Biden's remorse and like they regret voting for Biden. I'm like, how? How didn't you know this? Granted, and I've said this before on the show. I don't expect you to be as well researched and, and look into this information the way that we do. But you're voting for the president of the nation that you live in. I would imagine you could do five minutes of unbiased research, looking at a medley of different sources and come up with a conclusion. And if you do five minutes of unbiased research, looking at a medley of sources you would see that Joe Biden was an awful politician his whole career. Like you, like you would see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That if you only look at like five minutes of like MSNBC or five minutes of CNN, no, you won't. You won't realize that. But you could even look at like leftist sources, like like Kyle Kalinsky or um, or Dave Pakman. He's he's kind of he, he's kind of uh, uh, on the the Biden bandwagon, but. But even other leftist sources, even the Young Turks have talked bad about Joe Biden. You could even look at other leftist sources, like a medley of leftist sources, and see that Joe Biden was whack as fuck. Let alone if you did, like, the whole spectrum of, like, okay, what motherfuckers saying on the left? What are motherfuckers saying on the right? So, yeah, I I don't have, like, a lot of sympathy for those people that feel that way now because it's like, what kind of research do you do? Or... Are you just here for the flavor of the week? Oh, everybody's talking about politics, so yeah, let me go vote. Oh, everybody yeah. cares right now, uh, even though they don't know shit about it, and I don't know shit about it, so let me go vote. Nah, that's not that's not how things should work, and it, it it's detrimental. Yeah. Ergo, supply chain shortage, inflation. Yeah. Just all types of all types of fuckery. I I saw a report, uh, a ABC report the other day, about the amount of ships yeah. that are just floating on 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 the on the West Coast because like there's nobody on the dock to like unload these ships. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And then you see all these reports now of store shelves empty. The White House is pretty much saying, oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things in the holiday season you're not going to be able to get. Pete Buttigieg, awful, 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 was did a report, did an interview the other day saying, oh, this. Well, that's just because the president is bringing back the economy and and people are enthusiastically going out there and buying everything. What are you talking? These people, Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, Kamala Harris almost everybody in that administration seems to have like no concept of how the economy works have you heard some of the stupid things that Jen Psaki has said about the economy about like prices we're not the USPS yeah you are (laughs) hello hello (laughs) who are you even you are the USPS 
I don't I don't understand I don't understand why why uh why companies would raise tax would raise prices on 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 consumers because that's how economics works yeah, because economics and logic are you blonde or are you really a redhead I I just want to know this cuz this is this is wild to me that these people don't understand basic economics no the, the, like you have a supply and demand situation can you you know what trump would have done trump would have been like all right this is a disaster let's get fedex ups usps the people that run this we're going to get uh, uh truckers like people that are CEOs of companies, union, like we're going to have a sit down where we're like, how do how, let's get logistics done. The holiday season's coming. I don't know how this, this wouldn't have been a disaster. To, let's, let's also say this, the lockdowns, this would have never happened. Yeah. yeah like we wouldn't even be here. Yeah. Like there, there would have been some situations because there is a trickle back because of the lockdowns where things are a little bit behind. That's natural. But how bad it is right now? Like how you're saying there's floating. It's been 10 months though. Yeah. The trickle, the, the trickle was, you got to remember that, that there was, there's been, there's been no lockdowns this year. No. So no, like the trickle. Yeah. yeah. Maybe at the beginning of the year, but nah, this and you is, can't really even what's going on anybody. right now in, in the holiday season of 2021 is their fault. Is, is their, their baby. Fault. Yeah. And 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 actually, I'm surprised they haven't even mentioned Trump. Uh, like you'd you'd think like, oh well, he allowed this. What? You haven't even had a sit down with what I just. How does a regular citizen like myself think about like, let's have a let's have a boardroom meeting with all the heads of these uh, uh, companies and let's get something done. We saw Trump right, but, doing that, but but it, what you yeah. just said is is very key you're saying how does a regular citizen think about that but you're a regular citizen that also like has a business you're a regular citizen that also like invests so you think about these things these people like joe biden is a career politician yeah he's he doesn't know he doesn't know anything yeah, about yeah, business you're right it, and and any successful investment that Joe Biden has had, I'm sure has come through the channels of his political connections. None yeah. like because he had the foresight to know, oh, yeah, that company is going to be on some shit. Let me invest. It's nothing like that. It's, oh, well, fucking all the senators like right now, how they're all invested in Pfizer. Yeah. It's like that type of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's push this shit. Let's push it because it's right. I, if I'm not mistaken, I was reading a report the other day. Pfizer right now is is the top is within the top five invested in companies in 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 uh in Congress. Yeah, and, and you know what's was messed up is like when you start looking at some of these laws, and I can't speak for every state. I can speak for Illinois. The fact that Prickster wants to change those laws says a lot. Says that you're threatened by the lawsuits because there might be literature that covers exempts and you're threatened so much that you're willing to first of all enforce something that's not constitutional for the for the country and for the state so that's not you're we could get on some california shit how they did the recall where you could start being like well you're being unconstitutional we're gonna try and impeach you and and and, and push that narrative with these people so they know like we're not playing games and we're not gonna do that we're seeing that with Southwest pilots. They were like, "Oh, all right, cool. You want us to to you want to 
mandate what? All right, cool. Good luck. Because now there's a thousand flights that aren't going off. Um, you're seeing that with CPD, 50% of CPD saying, well, what is your business if I'm vaxxed or not? And, and the union, the union fighting that to the death. 60% of San Diego Police Department. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's happening in, in, in various and, places. And you brought up an amazing point last night when we were talking about it. No one wants to be a cop anymore. So there, you can't just pick people. Oh, you want to be a cop? Nobody. Remember defund the police? Yeah, you, you've spun the narrative that these people should be hated. Yeah. Nobody, you're not going to be able to fill these spots. Who the hell wants to be a cop? Like, who the hell wants to be? You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, so no, you're not going to fill these jobs. So now it starts becoming a problem because the people make this possible. Like the cops make this possible. The pilots make this possible. The healthcare workers make this possible. And so when you start realizing you make the shit run, you realize that you can stop them too. And that's why, again, that's why you get a fat ass preacher trying to change the laws. And, and, oh, we need to... That, yeah, wow, that was invoked. Now I don't, now the lawsuits come. And now I, if I change the law, then I'm fine. And we're protected. We can keep mandating it. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, so, no, these people don't do their jobs. Keep, keep pushing and be like, no, you can't mandate me. <laughs> you can't mandate me. You can't mandate me. You can't mandate me. And then see where it goes. Because what's going to happen is a big ass red wave in 2022. And I, I, I don't know. I just, no matter how bad uh, 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 the elections were uh, last, uh, what, two years ago or a year ago, I don't know. It's it's getting so bad that, like, I can't see a red wave coming. Like, I just I just see it. Like, didn't, didn't a Republican just switch out uh, a, a seat? In Iowa. In Iowa. That's it's been, been held for, like, 40-something years. Yeah. I think 46 by, years by, by Democrat. Left, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, I don't and know. it was and it was with a, a crazy majority too. Yeah, I want to say like almost seventy percent majority. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. That doesn't look good for you guys. It doesn't look good. Which and the thing is with that is like the house that's harder. Those house seats. If you were gonna do some some election rigging or some cheating. Yeah. that's a lot harder to do because it's so many of them. Like, where how are you gonna like? That's the thing that that's interesting, and I didn't even think that we would get into this. But before we go into the next segment, I think that it, it's a interesting little rabbit hole to go to go down. If election rigging and cheating is possible, and 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 uh, to to like the extent that that they they may try some shit, the house seats. That's very hard to do because there's too many of them. It's yeah. it's so spread out. It, it, it would be, it would be the most sophisticated and advanced like election rigging operation like in the history yeah. of the world. But it's not possible for bureaucrats. But the but the governorships and the senates yeah. seats those 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 are possible because it's like okay, well they could do like well what we've talked about before we're not saying that this is what happened during the presidential election but what's what was so funny or or and, and interesting about it is like okay well what if 
all of rural Wisconsin is like, all right, well, we're voting red. But then in Milwaukee, you have an influx of however many. And no. now you get, uh, you know, I, and I don't even know if, if, if a Wisconsin seat for the Senate is, is up for grabs. This is just an example. And in Milwaukee, so like you have uh, all Wisconsin uh, uh, like house uh, house seats red, but but the, somehow the senator ends up blue and the governorship ends up blue because that those are the types of anonym, uh, anomalies that we saw in the presidential election. States that voted for red house seats yeah. across the board, but voted for Biden. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, actually, you're. We might have to come back to this episode once 2022 happens to see how true or not this could be. Because I, you, you, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like if it turns red, how the fuck do you have? A yeah, left so so you're telling me that governor. these people in this state they voted all red across the board for house seats, but they voted for for a red a red senator and and a and a red governor, like the ones that will have both of those up for grabs. No, that I, like I don't buy that. Just like I had a hard time buying the idea that that happened with the presidential election. Oh, uh, in Illinois, um, uh, uh, we we voted the we voted down the fair tax. We voted down the the fair tax, but but they didn't vote. They didn't vote for Trump. But like, yeah. what 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 philosophy are you following right now? Because yeah. like I'm I'm confused. Now, granted. Is it possible that that Trump was that distasteful to people like they just didn't like him that much yeah. that they were willing to vote down ballot red but 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 top Not of him. the ballot blue? It is possible, but then when you look at the nation and you look at you look at the fact that he got 13 more million votes than he did in 2016, then that narrative falls apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can't become more popular. Right. Exactly. Like I became more popular, but like it, this shit didn't work out. No, like so that's that's going to be interesting uh cuz and and the reason why I even I'm thinking about the the notion of, of cheating or rigging or, or what have you is one they're still very much pushing like this the the virus narrative yeah so they're definitely gonna shoot for the mail and shit a hundred percent look at what they did in California motherfuckers that were living in Virginia and have been out of the state for mm. years got a ballot yeah. so. They're definitely gonna go for that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for it's sure. their it's gonna probably become their bread and butter because it's easy, you know, it's easy to 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 hide shit and and yeah. and, and 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 maneuver things the way that you wanna the way that you wanna maneuver them. So you have that coupled with if you look at the way that the the Biden administration is operating, they are operating in a way where they don't give like this they don't give a fuck about winning an election like they're operating in a way where like, yeah. you, you really don't care that you're gonna that you're it, not gonna win legitimately so to me what do i get out of this what do i get out of that either you are <laughs> the his the, in, in a historical context the 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 utter most stupid idiotic inefficient ridiculous administration to ever exist or 
you know you can't lose. Look, ma, I'm playing checkers. Yeah, like, like, well, like, 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 or you know you can't lose. Yeah, it's one of those things because it they, is they, bad. they are operating the way that communist nation administrations operate. We are like, there's one thing. It, it's like the shit in Venezuela. The 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 shelves are empty, but but when I get on stage. The people of Venezuela are happy. They never, they, they, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's that type of shit. It's <laughs> the, like, it's the pigs the, and animal farm. The, the real world is one thing. And, and, and what, what they're displaying and how they're talking is another thing. The fact that Pete Buttigieg said that Biden is bringing the economy back when the, the shelves are empty, gas prices are ridiculous. There's a bunch of jobs that are not filled. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking? Why? But that's the way that these regimes operate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sh- he's bringing it back. That's why the shelves are empty. People are going out there. They they can't keep the shelves full because people like. What are you fucking talking about, dude? You're, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Yeah. So that's what's scary about this. Is like, is it? And I'm hoping that it's that they're just this stupid. Because yeah. because if it's not that they're that stupid and they know they can't lose, we have some real problems on our yeah. hands. And not only that, but come on, we know he's not running the show. Let, let's 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 be frank. Dude can't even finish a press conference. So that's the scary part. That's what leads me to believe that these people mm, are a little too cocky right now. Very very. You know, like this is this is uh, you, you're you're not. I mean, come on. There's, there's, there's. Let's go, Brandon Chance, <laughs> all around the TV sets, all all in different games with thousands and thousands of people. And when that type of stuff is brought up, yeah. if you notice, they laugh about it, like, oh yeah, like whatever. That shit ain't gonna affect us. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, so, and it's fine. But the thing is, when the house switches and you can't really do much, then what happens? Like. Like you get you, all your little power that you thought you had. What it's just gonna be executive order after executive order after executive order? No, the laws are gonna start being passed. There's gonna be gridlock in 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 shit everywhere. Like, what are you gonna? You're gonna try and pass something that can't be passed because the the house is just not having it. So yeah. I don't know. I I don't see. I don't see a lot of good coming f- for the left if. Yeah. I predict if if something like that happens where you'll still have Biden in the White House and and they get the Senate by like a larger majority because yeah. we got to remember right now the Senate is is 50-50. The reason why they're considered the majority is because Kamala Harris, Harris. is the yeah. is is the is the tiebreaker and she's on the left. But that's not a strong majority. No, and that's why they haven't been able to pass. The, the the Build Back Better campaign is not going well because he can't really do much right exactly. now. Exactly. So that's yeah. why I feel like they will try more for the the Senate. But if they're gonna try any funny business, they're gonna try they're gonna try hard for the Senate. Um but now granted, what if people come out in like these crazy numbers where even with that they can't even if they were to cheat or rig some shit yeah. they can't like it's it like it's it's that that much more because that's what uh, there's a lot of people out there that are under the belief that that's kind of what happened with the presidential election and i'm not saying i i particularly believe this but it does look like that to a certain extent where 
that that's was the reason of like oh well we let's stop the counting right now because goddamn we didn't realize this motherfucker was gonna get 13 million more votes yeah so we need to come up with something and that's why it took fucking days and days and days to find out who our president was in the united states so or who the president was going to be rather yeah um but if we have a situation where it's like a, a strong majority to the left in the Senate and a Biden White House, but a super strong majority to the right in the House, yeah, I think you'll start to see the beginning of like a lot of up people uprising because yes. I think it'll be very clear. Like, all right, well, they're they're on some shit, and like the only the only way out of this is probably going to be like violence or bloodshed or, yeah. or what have you i that's what i would predict because it would be too evident at that yeah point. yeah yeah the house is I super mean, red because because it's it, i think it was pretty evident with the 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 2020 election like there yeah. was a lot of like i said anomalies a lot of crazy weird anomalies that like yeah. have yet to be answered that it might never even be answered that will yeah more than likely will never be answered 100 percent um and so we can't we can't sit here and be like oh like well type I, of conspiracy? you and I have no. talked about no. this before and I think I might have mentioned it on the episode on one, on a past episode like it, if I were to have kids and end up having grandkids or whatever like I could see it being a thing of like me telling them this the story of the 2020 election like yeah. like listen is sit gather round children it's story time <laughs> you <laughs> Great know history. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, because like how how wild that shit was. I'll never forget that. I'll never like to yeah. me the way that shit played out in twenty twenty is like oh like almost like nine eleven. Like I'll just never forget it, and yeah. I I'll never forget like looking at everything as it played out. I remember I even subscribed to the New York Times because of their their poll their polling and voting data data analytics. Yeah. It's like it's it's Unparalleled. sophisticated, it's state yeah. of the art. Like and I remember in 2016 it was free. Like you could yeah. get all access all of that shit for free cuz I remember at the 2016 election looking at everything and I was like, Oh, this is so badass!" And like, almost like by the minute it would, it would yeah. update and, and it, it had reports on like, uh, exit poll data and all of this stuff. You could go down to like the County. Yeah. And it was just awesome and sophisticated, but in 2020 you had to pay for it. So I was like, fucking let me subscribe. And then yeah, when yeah. I'm done with this shit, I'll unsubscribe. I was utilizing all that. Looking at live streams, yeah. looking at other data analytics, and the way that it was going. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I I'm sure I talked to you that night. I, I know I talked to like Habib's and Faf. Like I, yeah, yeah. and I was like, dude, this shit is crazy. Like we might win Virginia. Like this, yeah. where we're at right now, it's like we're. It looks like we're gonna win Virginia. This is wild. And then. Boom. I, and I remember I was on the phone with them. It was like a three-way call. And I, mean, I was getting some some tacos because I was like, let me get some food and come right back because I like I'm I'm. You guys need to understand how we look at this shit. We'll have a laptop, the iPad, the TV, my phone, the phone. Everything is going. Like, everything what, is what, going. What, different I, sources. I need, a, I need to know. Yeah. Listen, I don't care what people say and like. Oh, why are you so into that? Like you motherfuckers care about the Bears, the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying. I I I actually, I would say in the Trump years. 
I doubled my income in the Trump. Yeah. Like all things considered, between investments and and everything like that, I doubled my income. Yeah. I bought two cars. Like I don't buy brand new cars, yeah. but like they were as new as you could get without being brand new. Refinance, made business deals, propelled myself forward. Yeah. Like. So, yeah, I care about my future. And, and so, yeah, that, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and not only that, but we, we've we cared long before Trump. Like, we've always paid attention oh, to politics. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because it's important. I'll never forget yeah. the phone call we made. On, we talked to each other when um when McCain lost. Yeah. We were like, we we're like, damn, well, let's see what this is. But granted, we didn't know, like, how left Obama was going to be because yeah. he, like, he... Like I said, oh, oh, fucking Biden makes Obama look like Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we didn't Obama know. Please. But it was I remember yeah. that phone call. We were like, damn, well, we don't know. Yeah. And then with the Romney and, and Obama election, I remember you and I talking and it was kind of more of a, well, we sort of expected Romney to lose. Yeah. Um, But, you know. Still well, held on and yeah, paid attention. It, it is what it is. But at that point, we already knew that like the Obama administration wasn't in favor of like entrepreneurs like ourselves. No. We were already privy to like how it operated. Yeah. And then, boom, twenty sixteen. God damn! Like, what's gonna happen? Like, and like the enthusiasm, and and like I, I remember from everybody around me, everybody just felt yeah. so so like damn like. Yep. Let's yep. make moves. Shit, like it's it's it's, it's yeah. gonna happen. Hard work, like all of that shit. I bought my house because of the uncertainty that you were having in who the next president was going to be, and so prices went down. Exactly. And I was like, "Fuck, I gotta jump on this now," because I didn't even I wasn't even thinking about buying a house. And when I saw how low they had went, I mean, not super, not like recession low, but low enough where I was like, ah, "I'm gonna jump the gun because this might." set me up for better things in the future and it did because i was able to save i was able to do a lot of stuff then when when trump became president boom everything went up same thing equity with me. i i i i had i put an offer for a building when the, oh when there was God. so much uncertainty yeah and then trump won the prices started going up the 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 the, the, pro, the closing hadn't happened yet uh. and they tried to wait me out because they knew, damn, we accepted a low-ass offer, and now this dude is in office, and this shit is worth double what we what the for the contract that we just signed. And I held on. I was yeah. like, no, I want that property. Yeah. I signed the contract. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah. It, it, and every excuse in the book they had, oh, well, we got to push the, the closing, all this, all that, to finally... They just like they uh -huh. they they had they they had told my realtor that I had pulled out of the offer, and she called me and she's like, "Hey, they're saying you pulled out of the offer." I was like, "No, I didn't pull out. If I pulled out, I would go through you." Like, what are they talking yeah. about? And then coincidentally, she's like, "All right," she she was like, "All right, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this." And coincidentally, after she she pressed them, yeah. she's a great realtor. You you, yeah. you know her like yeah. uh, Amazing. A, a, after after she she pressed them. Oh, she gets back to me. Yeah, it was a mistake. The uh, they want to close next week because they saw I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. They probably thought, oh, this young kid, he's gonna spend that money. He ain't gonna because nope. it was a cash deal also. Yeah. So they were probably like, oh, this motherfucker spent that money. Uh, he blew it on bitches and cocaine. He don't got that <laughs> scratch no more. 
Nah, I did, but I still have mold. Great <laughs> 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 that shit. I still have mold dough for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but but that don't mean a motherfucking thing. But then, and then what happened? Got it. Boom. Refinance. Yeah. Like and like it was just a a, a great deal. And then. Not long after that, another one, and let's go, let's make it happen. And so my point is, my point is, is we like we know how this stuff works. Exactly, we pay attention. Exactly. So yeah. yes, naturally, I cared greatly about what was going to happen on election night, and it was going marvelously. Yeah. And I got the tacos, and I came back, and I was like, man, this shit is great. Like, the, yeah. thank God, like uh, another four years of. of of prosperity another four years obviously working hard it's not like a, a check is being sent in the mail no you got to work hard but this is nice it's a good feeling yeah. and then biden uh, uh 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 trump comes out on tv first and he's like well you know things are looking good but i still don't trust this mail-in stuff they're gonna they're they're gonna take it like they're gonna try something he even Trump, you could tell that he was like, it looks Uneasy. good, it looks good, but I don't know, like, because it's, this is... He looked concerned. He looked like, what I see is good, but... They're uh, going to try some shit. Yeah. Like, there's, they, these motherfuckers hate me too much. Yeah. And then, he gave that speech, and I was like, all right, well, like, that wasn't like the, the, like a celebration speech, but, you know, it was something. And then... That was the peak. That was the climax of everything. Because right after that, Biden comes out and he's like, oh, everything looks good. But but you know what that was? And like looking back at it and granted, like this is a whole segment that we never planned to like go get into. But like this crazy because we didn't even like re like plan for this segment. And like we're talking about yeah. it so fluidly. But that's how it works with people that are like ignorant to this shit because us that were informed granted was just like a super small percentage not even one percent of the population was doing what we were doing that night yeah but to everybody else it's like they could buy what biden is saying because they don't know they're not looking at this data in real time like yeah. we were and yeah. so when he came out, that was one of the most Twilight Zone moments of my life because I'm like, what is he talking about? It doesn't look good for you at all. Yeah. You're looking bad in Georgia. You're looking bad everywhere, really. Yeah. Everywhere. And according time, to what yeah. you guys have said, you don't know how many mail-in ballots are out there. So for all you know, you might only get one or two tonight. You don't know how many are out there. Oh, it's looking good. Uh, uh, it's looking like we're going to win. And we're probably not gonna know today. We're gonna. It's probably gonna take a long time to know. Like, wait, what? What is? What is going on here? And then he he leaves, and that's it for Biden for the night. And then Trump comes back out, and pretty much is like, you see, like I told you, like they're on some shit right now. Like, why are they saying this? There's yeah. there's no evidence at that moment that Biden came out. They had absolutely no evidence to suggest that they were gonna win. There was nothing evidence because even then. After that, it took days to count. So what numbers are you going off of? Yeah. And how inefficient is this shit that, that, that takes days, too? You know. I was, I, my mind was blown. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, my whole life, I'll never forget that shit. Yeah, and and, and, and not only that, but, like, the, the, some of the research that was done by independent sources, 
that was legitimate research. Uh, Crowder doing his research on, I think it was Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, a lot of this stuff was taken off. It's, it's, you know, we, we can't forget that all that that he did during that time was YouTube deemed it, uh, no, that's, a, that's misinformation. So they had to take that off. YouTube took that off. So it's not something you could go back and be like, oh, wow. You know, like when you want to do a, a set, I mean, unless you contact the Crowder team and be like, do you guys have like the hard copies of some of the stuff that you did research on? Because it was removed. And so, to me, when big tech starts doing shit like that, well, what does that tell you? They want to hide something. Yeah. You know, if someone's saying willingly, like, look, this is a research I did by myself. Uh, I'm willing to share this information. I'm willing to have people question me on this. I could tell you how I did it. I could, and 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 big tech is like, no, nah, no, we're not. We just won't question it. But this is misinformation. Yeah. Strike. Take this off immediately. And then they take it off for you. That's a, that's another thing. And, and we've experienced that personally. Yeah. Uh, from, from our Fabo Funny days. You know, you don't get told that the stuff gets taken we, down. I didn't even know the shit was yeah. down. Like, I... It I, went I, viral. We, yeah. Yeah, we had a video go viral, a comedy video go viral, and they, they took it off. No explanation on, as to why. And so... These things happen, and and when it comes to politics, it's like it's more important. See, comedy, okay, whatever. Uh, I still don't think it should be filtered, but the fact that with Crowder it was some political, you know, yeah. like and, and something that had backing and, and something news that he's expressing, and yeah. research exactly. It was supported, you know. And now now it's deleted from the internet. No one can go search that, and so that's the scary part about all of this. So I guess we'll see. Well, it looks scary. Yeah. Well, moving on to the next segment. Um, as our regular listeners know, Let's Go Brandon has become synonymous with F Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. And it's the, the phrase Let's Go Brandon has taken on a life of its own. Um, it encapsulates so much. Like, it's so crazy. It's what a phrase it, it this phrase encapsulates one it encapsulates the disdain that regular everyday people have for Biden and his his administration and how he operates yep. at the same time it encapsulates the knowledge of fake news like it's acknowledging that these motherfuckers do trickery and 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 a bunch of fake shit and at the same time it's become like a like a, almost like a secret society calling card. Like, yeah. let's go, Brandon. Like, you'd be hard-pressed to come across people that are into politics and news these days and not know what the let's go, Brandon reference is. And so there's a rapper that 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 uh, capitalized on <laughs> the let's go, Brandon craze. And it just so happened to be that the let's go, Brandon song on iTunes recently skyrocketed to number one on the charts yeah my man blew up i don't think that the song is is necessarily like a, a a great rap song uh it is interesting to see rap go in that direction yeah uh you and i we recently uh were put on a song by donnell where it was also like some rap shit where that was kind of red pilled. Yeah. Yep. Um, ID. It's IDK. So I don't know if his name is. I don't know, but 
Uh, that's and, the song. It was and, called Red. And and it, it it makes you wonder. It's like you know, for one, what direction is rap going in? And the fact that, well, I, I don't know how much that Red song it resonated with people, but obviously this Let's Go Brandon track resonated with people. And he's actually using sampling like the the reporter's voice yeah. in it and everything like that. And it's interesting. So like. What is your take on Let's Go Brandon going to number one on the iTunes charts? It kind of reminds me of uh, that one movie. Was it Casanova? Or Gone with the Wind going viral? Not going viral, but being like the number one bestseller on Amazon and everything after after HBO. Uh, B- Bandit oh, for a yeah. while. Was it that movie? I think it was Gone with the Wind. It was I? an old movie. I don't yeah. remember. Either and, and the name over? of the rapper yeah. for reference is uh, Loza Alexander. Yeah, Loza I didn't Alexander. even. I never even heard of him. I've, I've never heard of him either, until Let's Go Brandon, the number one chart topping single in America <laughs> today. Go buy it. <laughs> but it's like I, I feel like. Um, well, I think, I think, and I was going to actually ask you this, and and I think that it's showing that. People are willing to start taking in material from the other side, when, yeah. whether it comes with Hollywood, whether it comes with music, whether it comes to journalism. Like you're you're starting to see a trend. Uh, Fox has the number one late night television, late night yeah, talk gut, show. Gutfeld, yeah, yeah, Gutfeld. Uh, Fox has the number one uh, show with Tucker Carlson. When it comes, what, what would that be? What would uh, uh, prime time uh, cable news. Yeah, so so that's the number one show. You have a song like this going number one. You have Netflix defending Dave Chappelle. Not that Dave Chappelle is right, but Dave Chappelle is definitely anti woke culture uh, no, or anti cancel culture. Uh-huh. So so the fact that you're like, nope, we're gonna st- stick to our guns and we're not going to cancel him because, and I mean. Part of it too is like it's it's capitalism rooting out for with with the whole Dave Chappelle is is rooting out the BS right yeah because it's like we just spent twenty four million on Dave Chappelle how can how can I tell my investors that this was a good bargain when we only had this show up for t- four days yeah you know what I mean like yeah that's a very solid point yeah it's like it's just it's just bad bad their, business their stock would probably go down. Like after like the report, oh yeah, it was just four days. It cost twenty four million, but don't worry, people loved it for those four days. No, <laughs> investors are not going to be happy. So so I guess what I'm saying is, people are starting to. Uh, I don't know that they're starting to, but you're starting to see the other side get. Like those rock stars that that, that yeah. the right has always kind of and, and, been missing, and a lot of the the right is capitalizing on the thirst for different content. Like for instance, I see I've seen this a mile away. How the Daily Wire, you know, they're getting into like movie production now. Yes, yeah. What do they What do they see? It's like yeah, Hollywood is woke. They're they're all everything that they make is about this like woke dumbass shit yeah. that and and it's boring movies like think about it like 
right now, which we're going to talk about a movie that we're looking forward to. But really, other than that, what movies are coming out that like we're enthusiastically waiting to see? There's not a lot. Yeah. And actually, like the two, the two kind of have and have not things that have came out like like uh, media or, or, or entertainment media that have come out have kind of greatly been looked at differently than what we looked at it because you were telling me something about Squid Games and how it, it doesn't seem like it's what people think it is when it comes to like what the allegory of it is. Yeah. And then Parasite, when we watched Parasite, we actually thought that that was actually a pretty level-headed approach. Like everybody got it. It wasn't just the right like or or the haves it was it was the haves and the have-nots got it too. They were criticized fairly more, I, I would say, and even even you said that. So, so yeah, it might have been packaged like it was some like woke shit or look look, but you're you're seeing that more often than not, you're getting pretty well balanced material yeah. that gets a pretty big crowd excited about it you know yeah i haven't watched i've only well actually once once uh my mom had told me about it and then and then you told me about like oh yeah i, I checked it out just to see um what it was about and 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 uh you you had like kind of something pretty interesting about it yeah. i don't know yet because i gotta watch it completely yeah like i just sort of observed that uh it's sort of uh uh an allegory for like communist regimes and yeah. and like how they operate and like how they're so hell bent on equality. Yeah. But in order to to maintain and uphold that air quotations equality, like a bunch of like heinous shit has to has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And um I don't know if the average person that watched it got that from it. Like that yeah. I did but, but like there's this one scene without giving any spoilers or anything there's this one particular scene where some people are like being hung they're like hung up somewhere like put on display yeah. and there's an announcement saying like oh these people chose their own self-interest over being equals and and playing by the rules of the game yeah. so this is their fate which is something that communist regimes are notorious for like yeah. oh Fire, put this guy in the firing squad, hang him in front of people. Like they want to make examples of people that they 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 make it as as if they're selfish, like because they have self interest. Yeah. But having self interest isn't selfish. It's human nature. Like, yeah, I want to cop a PS Five. So yes, I'm gonna work overtime so I could cop me a PS Five. I'm not gonna work overtime so I could buy the community a PS Five. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and well, let's also note, note Korea has had a history of dealing with communism. Yeah, well, that's century. why it's split. There's a South and a North Korea. Yeah, and, and so this is definitely the fact that both, I think, because Parasite was also Korean, right? Yeah. The the fact that both of those, four, like uh, the show and the, and the movie, the Squid Games and, and uh, Parasite, had some criticism for certain things in their material goes to show like you need to see this shit for you to really understand it yeah. you know and i feel in america we've we've grown accustomed to things being so easy and coming so easy and not having to struggle where like 
many of us don't even realize that we have a supply chain problem yeah. as we speak right now. There's people that uh, went to work, came back home, and are completely oblivious. They go to the grocery store and they look at some of the empty shelves and they don't quite grasp, like, because they're so used to, oh, I just go to the grocery store and buy stuff. They don't understand how imports, exports, trading works. Yeah. And so, uh, in a good way, yeah, America has gotten so good and our society has gotten, not just America, but society in general, has gotten so good at, at, at doing this stuff where where we really don't don't take the time to really, like, realize how for granted we take some of this shit. 100%. And so when you see stuff like this being a critique on, on very real stuff, that could happen to us because you should never think that you're, a, you know, uh, you have some some special armor that's gonna protect you from some of this stuff. Is you realize, wow, <laughs> maybe this is a warning, or maybe this is good material good for us to to see. Yeah, and, and why it's also concerning that that Hollywood is so left because it's not about left or right, but it's about telling real stories. Yeah, and and come on, we have now a movie of the year for one, and then this show is getting like headlines, and it got critiqued. Like a lot of people, like were like, "Oh, it's too violent," and, and all this, this and that, this is that. Um, from what I've seen, you know, it has violence, but it's nothing crazy that I haven't seen. No, I mean, it's. I don't think that it's it's uh, too violent. It's it's a show. It's it's you know, it's a story being told. But um, but yeah, and so I I think you know going back to like what this whole segment is about, I think. The Let's Go Brandon track, one, that rapper took an opportunity to capitalize on an, uh, really like a market, uh, a gap in the market, like a, a vacuum in the market where it's like, oh, well, like nobody is addressing these people. They also listen to music. Yep. Many of them listen to rap. And it's true, like like we've talked about this plenty of times, when you look at the demographics of who voted right in the last presidential election, yeah. it went up amongst black males, Hispanic males, Hispanic females. It's like the only people that didn't go, the demographic didn't go up with was black females. So yeah like it, it, you clearly see that there's a market developing there yeah so like why not why not capitalize it because i i mean who knows if this guy loza alexander if he even like necessarily truly doesn't like joe biden or if he's just like capitalizing off of off of what's going on yeah the way he talks in it he i would think that he doesn't rock with dude but you yeah. never know it just be like oh well let me this is there's a market here yeah yeah so i'm gonna jump on it and we've seen this like you and i ha have seen this in the sense of like what the people say and, and yeah. speak because you could talk to these uh so-called uh, journalists that that live in a safe space and and don't really l live uh you know they'll leave the, the the network and they'll go to their plush condo or plush house and they don't really look at like the real life stuff. Yeah, uh, coastal elites. Yeah. yeah, we've we've seen, and we talked just the other day. Talked to someone in Englewood, yeah. of all places. Man, these freaking mandates. Oh, this president. Yeah, oh, this he, that. he flat out said if Trump was in office, this shit wouldn't be going on. So so you're seeing this trickle down. Like well, this is not stuff that we 
think or no we, we we're out there we we experience these things we see these conversations being had and when you see it seep into into places where you would not normally see that like politics being that prevalent i mean politics is prevalent everywhere but what i'm saying in the conversation yeah in the south side of chicago where we're from or or in englewood and, and this is a point of topic that you don't even bring up, that you're just walking there and someone just decides to share that with you. Yeah. It says a lot about like what potential markets there are yeah. for, for, for going forward when it comes to this. So it's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to the final segment of this week's episode. Um, they just had DC Fandom, which uh, it's like an event where, where DC Comics puts out a bunch of uh, trailers and and talks about and announces things that are, are gonna come out soon you know you know movies video games bunch of stuff DC comics related um, and last year the teaser trailer for the Batman was put out at DC fandom and this year the main trailer was put out we get a little bit more uh, about the world of this particular Batman. Um, we see a little bit more dialogue, see more of the actors. Yeah. Um, what was your what was your take on, on the Batman trailer? How did you how did I, you like it? What what stood out to you? Okay, so unlike the Spider Man movies that seem to be stuck in limbo in my opinion, I feel that Batman has progressively gotten to the point where, wow, this is good cinema. Like, this yeah. is not like a comic book movie. This is like, this might be some of the top 10 movies of all time type stuff. And so we've been spoiled in that manner with Batman and the Dark Knight trilogy, where we had a very, very, very good uh, trilogy. And so naturally, the first trailer... I, I, I agreed with you when we talked about it. Naturally, the first trailer, I was like, wow. They're expanding a little bit more on that. And like we might see like a different type of Batman, but like it's kind of in the scope of this is where, where it's Batman remains. Yeah. And so when, when I saw the second trailer, I wasn't necessarily disappointed. I would say I was like, this is a little bit more action-y. Like, yeah, than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah. The, there are things I did like about Batman. I felt like it was like for a young Batman, and like kind of what I was telling you earlier today. It's like, it's like Bruce Wayne in uh, in Batman Begins when he wants to kill dude that killed his parents, and in his mind, he's like, "This is justice." So, so I feel like it's not quite that Bruce Wayne. It's like the Bruce Wayne right after that, like with the guilt. But then with vengeance on his mind, so you see a lot of like anger in this in this uh, trailer. You see times where like he's kind of going overboard on beating people down. Like even Catwoman's like this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, and and you could kind of see him getting lost in uh, being Batman and like forgetting that he's Bruce Wayne, a human being that like needs to be human so yeah. so so that that like in and of itself is a pretty interesting take on somebody that we've always looked at as like he has his shit together like 
Batman is a detective. Batman is balanced. Batman is like at least in the movies. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like this this one he's kind of a little bit like, what is he gonna do? What like when they're shooting at him and he's just walking? It's kind of like he he doesn't give a he doesn't give a damn if he gets killed. Yeah. You, you might be doing him a favor, and you're actually pissing him off, pissing him off more. So he's gonna like put you in the hospital. Or it might kill you. So, so that, that to me, like that, this one, it's like, oof, this is like a young, crazy Bruce Wayne trying to figure it out. Um, I'm excited to see it, but I, I, I guess I was expecting more of a. The first trailer gave me like that seven feel. Like yeah, this is gonna be a detective story. Yeah, not, not anymore. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Like I, I felt that with the first trailer. I was, I felt a little bit more excitement because it was so vague. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, damn, like, what is, like, like, what's, what's going to happen? Like, what, you know, what, what, what's the story really about and stuff like that. When I saw this trailer, I, I agree with you. I, I thought it was like a little bit more action heavy than I expected it to be. Which is not a bad thing, and again, it can still work, but yeah. it's just not what I what I initially expected, and I thought that the not that the action in this seems so far fetched, but it's definitely less grounded than I originally thought it was gonna be. Um, the cast seems good though, like the uh, Colin Farrell in in as the penguin he doesn't even look like Colin Farrell looks like they did a hell of a yeah. makeup job like like an Oscar worthy makeup job on yeah. on Colin Farrell uh Robert Pattinson looks like it's he's definitely going to deliver a stellar performance as Bruce Wayne and as Batman yeah. which is which is good and and uh I don't know how much range he's going to be able to show because I feel like with Christian Bale that Batman had a lot of had out of all the other the the previous Batmans the Christian Bale Batman had the most range because Ben Affleck like as Bruce Wayne I didn't think like he did a particularly great job as Bruce Wayne and his Batman was like kind of a brute and then the Michael Keaton Batman he was a a very like mild-mannered Bruce Wayne yeah and sort of a mild-mannered Batman. He he wasn't like particularly like aggressive yeah, yeah. as Batman. Um with with uh Christian Bale we had as Bruce Wayne in public like I'm a playboy. Yeah. As Bruce Wayne like amongst people I know like Alfred and Lucius Fox like I'm just like a normal guy yeah. that is like on my task. And then as Batman, where is she? Like I'm super aggressive. Yeah. Like he had a lot of range. We don't, I don't, at least the trailer hasn't shown any range with this Batman. And I don't even see the way, like the dark tone of this. I don't even know if we'll see like the Playboy version of Bruce Wayne in this. No. It doesn't no. look like he will have, we'll see that. You yeah. Know? I feel like, like this might be more personal, like yeah. more of a character. Yeah. Uh, that you have to kind of delve into. Whereas with the Bruce Wayne of the trilogy, the story was a big driver. Like, well, every movie, the story is a big driver, but like, it's like, uh, less, 
it's it's a badass Bruce Wayne, badass Batman, but at the end of the day, the the grand scheme of the story yeah. is the biggest yeah thing. Whereas with this one, it's like uh, this motherfucker got some problems yeah, and and he needs someone dealt with as issues, and so that that's interesting, but that doesn't like again like you said, it's not gonna lend too much of an open dialogue for like oh well, Bruce like regular Bruce Wayne because even in the cartoon. He he wasn't so much like a playboy Bruce Wayne, but he was like Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah. oh, that's a cool ass motherfucker. Like, you, I didn't get that vibe from nah. this one. No, nah. it's like he's kind of in a dark place, and the story kind of is gonna remain in that dark yeah. place. Which is interesting, you know. And that's why it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see this performance. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like what what uh what opportunities are going to present themselves to see the capability of Robert Pattinson's acting and, and everything like that. All in all, do you think, uh, like from what you've seen, are you excited or are you kind of like on edge still? I'm, I'm on edge. Like, like I'm excited for it. Definitely. But I'm on edge because, and when we were having a phone conversation, I, I was telling you about this, like, I'm worried that the execs got involved. Yeah. And and cuz they ruin everything. <clears throat> like execs they they ruin. I mean, look at you go no further than the Snyder cut and and see how awful that was. And and another thing, you know what's interesting? Well, how awful the, the not Snyder cut the, was the, right. How awful Justice League was the 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 originally released Justice League compared to like with Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah. Um, and what, something that I found out in 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 uh, researching the Snyder cut that it wasn't, and and I guess like this is a, a formal retraction because I originally blamed Josh Whedon for taking that Flash scene out of out of the the justice league oh wow and it wasn't his call i mean maybe he wanted to too but it was ultimately the call of the execs why we don't understand it we don't understand what's going on yeah <laughs> like <laughs> jesus the look of disappointment that you have on your face right now but that was that was the reason like we don't we don't get we don't get what 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 he's doing sir i have no human emotions I cannot resonate with this. So that's why they wanted that scene out. Like the on some real shit, one of the best scenes in all of comic book movies. Yeah, you took it out because you are a moron and you can't understand what the fuck is going on, and so that's that's just awful. And that shows you like the level of detachment that some of these execs have. See, like with yeah. Marvel. These people, they actually like care about these stories. Like these yeah. are their characters. They they care about this shit for yeah. the most part. But these these Warner execs, like they don't give a fuck about no Batman or these characters. To them, it's like, oh well, like we gotta make money. And they chose, like Marvel chose, like, listen, we're gonna go the campy route. We're gonna get a little dark here and there. We might, but we're gonna be like family friendly. DC is not that. DC could be Close to family friendly, but there's At more times. dark. Yeah, and that's just who DC is, and just embrace DC for being DC. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. These these execs get involved, so that's what I I'm worried about when it comes to this. Is yeah. like, 
how how much was Matt Reeves able to like hold on? Because I trust Matt Reeves as a director. Yeah, like he's done great work with the with the Planet of the Apes uh, trilogy. The, well, not the whole trilogy, but the last, yeah. the the, oh, the, yeah. the second and the third movie. He didn't yeah. direct the first one, mm-hmm. but. I trust them. They were great movies. I really like those movies. I have all of those movies. I enjoy watching them. I trust him as a director. But like I said, how much was he able to stave off the execs in in having a hand in in his vision and yeah. stuff? So that's that's the only thing that I'm worried about. Like I said, I feel like even though th- this trailer was a little bit more action heavy than I originally anticipated, and the action wasn't as grounded. As I originally anticipated, I still trust him to be able to like tie it all together, yeah, and yeah. make it work. But but when it comes to the execs' involvement and or the potential involvement, no, I I don't have no faith in them at all. So we'll see, we'll see. Like I am excited though. Like I can't wait till March fourth. Uh, probably th- thus far the only movie in twenty twenty two that like I've heard about that I'm excited for. So, you already know we're gonna make it an event. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms, and if you're listening to us on Apple, give us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. And also, if you want to help keep us independent, go to our website. Scroll down to any of the pages. Click the donate button and you can help us out any way you feel with any amount you feel by donating. And, uh, you know, like I said, it helps keep us independent. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.